Hi there, sound designer Raquel here. So this episode is actually not an episode, it is an episode that the series writer and I did on Nerve Radio. So you're gonna notice a couple of awkward breaks during this, where our interviewer announces us again. This is because we actually did this on live radio and there is copyrighted music that we cannot play for you in those breaks. Either way, I hope you enjoy it. That was George Ezra with Stand By Your Gun. You're listening to the dulcet tones of Adam Barlow. That's right, Nerve Radio's very own head of podcasts. We've got a great show lined up. There's a revolving door of guests coming on this show. This is the Nerve Podcast's What's On Takeover. I'll be taking you through the next two hours. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to be talking about refreshers. I might even review a donut because I've trusted Techman Dan with a donut and my wallet. So wish me luck. Now, though, the Voyager Centauri trailer. Nerve Radio presents Voyager Centauri. Captaining a spaceship isn't exactly an easy task. There's a lot of maps and logs and bits and bobs. The crew's the good part. the program on the signal. We've got some interesting bits today. Nobody tries to call for five years. Davey reporting from the external radio unit, Voyager Centauri. This is the most irresponsible thing you've ever done. The connection's been getting worse and worse the past few months. We found both of them dead. I'm just saying, it takes 30 minutes to get a response from Earth, even if we go through. David, do you copy? But aren't you worried? I told you to go. Coming to Nerve Podcast this January, Voyager Centauri. That was the Voyager Centauri trailer. Our very own audio drama produced um, in cooperation with Nerve Radio and Nerve Podcast. And I'm joined today by Kit and Raquel, some of the team members that put the audio drama together. How are you both doing today? Uh, we're great. Thank you, Adam. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> so it's your first time on radio. It's nerve-wracking, but it's exciting. We're going to do a Q&A. Um, so I've got some questions here that you've, that you've given me uh, very kindly. Um, so let's just let's kick it off, shall we? So uh, first question for today. Have you always been interested in audio dramas? Oh, absolutely. I have multiple favorite audio dramas uh, that I frequently follow and listen to. And writing my own audio drama is something that I have sort of wanted to do for the longest time. And meeting Raquel, it was just like perfect time starting to work on a project like this. Oh, yeah, definitely. It was perfect place, perfect time, because I've come from undergrad starting to love making them but I don't like I wasn't great at writing them and I needed that piece of the puzzle and then in the first few weeks of university we actually met through a networking thing within our courses and it just clicked from the first moment we were like yes creatively there is something here uh, that we wanted to make something of amazing and it, you're not on the same course are you what <coughs> courses are you on no, so I'm doing my master's in screenwriting. And I'm doing a master's in sound design, so it aligns perfectly. <laughs> yeah, that is perfect. So how, how's your course going? How's your time in, in Bournemouth so far? Oh, it's great. So I'm from Finland, and I moved to Bournemouth to do my master's, so it's a bit of a 
cultural adaptation here, <laughs> but I have enjoyed Bournemouth. I mean, the beach is great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I cannot wait Not for so much summer. on days like this, but hey, it's, you know, it's still nice. It's I mean, okay. it's been better. The summer's yeah. fine. Oh, I've, exactly. I've been here for a while, even though I'm from Portugal. I came for undergrad like five years ago. It's a bit scary. Yeah. Five years ago. But yeah, it's lovely. I mean, you meet you great traded, people. You traded the beaches of Portugal for Bournemouth. Yeah, I mean, ugh, everyone says that to me and it is what it is. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, I love Portugal. Um, yeah, it's a little bit better than Bournemouth, I, I've got to admit. <laughs> um, so, you you met through um, just a bit of a mixer, I guess, um, and it just sparked. And so we've got this first episode out. It came out um, just towards the start of January. Um, and the season's only six episodes for now. Um, one episode out every second Monday of the month, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. Um, but how much of the events in the series, Kit, did you know when you started writing episode one, or is it kind of a fluid narrative? So, because it's such a short season, I actually did know most of the events when I started writing it, at least most of the big, big events. Like, I had to know the ending before I started writing it, because it's such a short time that I don't have time to go explore any side tracks uh, of the plot. But there's like little elements that I keep learning about the characters when I write the podcast. There actually is a character that just became to be, like when I was writing the second episode. Uh, it's actually voiced by <laughs> Raquel's boyfriend. It's gonna be a little surprise cameo. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't involved in the writing. I gave full faith to Kit and, and, and their skills. Um, and from the moment I read the first episode, it was great. I knew I wanted it to do it, yeah. be part of it. And it's come together brilliantly. If you haven't listened to it, uh, it's available on Spotify. Is it anywhere else at the moment or just Spotify? Uh, just Spotify for now. We'll Spotify see. exclusive, let's say that. <laughs> I mean, that sounds fancy, right? Um, and I've got, what's the next question? Uh, have all the audio descriptions on the script been clear, would you say? We've got 30 seconds before we jump into some music. Oh, God. I mean, from the first draft, not super. We had a, yeah. a talk about that. But it's been a growing process, and it's getting great as we get to episode two. It's a lot more clear, and I'm we're working together. It's it's gelling. Brilliant. Yeah, it sounds great. Um, yeah, so give it a listen um, after after this show, though. Um, but let's jump into some music, because uh, we're at the risk of sounding like a BBC Radio 4 broadcast. And hey, not everyone's a fan of that. So let's jump into some Dua Lipa. This is Houdini. That was our lovely little uh, musical interlude there, Houdini by Dua Lipa. We're back, though, uh, with the Nerve podcast, What's on Takeover. I'm joined by Kit, the writer and director and voice of Harriet Boyer in Voyager Centauri, and Raquel, the sound designer. So um, we started talking about a bit of sound design before uh, our song, but let's just backtrack a little bit. What kind of funny anecdotes have you got? Um, were there any challenges that you faced in the process? Oh yeah, I mean, we had a, a very honest talk with each other in the beginning where we were like, okay, I've never had to follow someone else's script and obviously Kit had never done a, an audio drama for real before. So we were like, how do we go about this? What do we need from each other? And in the beginning, the first few drafts of episode one were very much like, oh, boop here, beep. Oh yeah, oh, I did not have a concept on like what it should sound like when there's like sound descriptions on a, on a script so they were very vague some of them were almost too descriptive yeah i mean we we have the contrast between great moments like is handed a bunch of curtains and i was like i know what that sounds like that makes sense in my brain mm. and then we just have spaceship ambience no other clue and i'm just like okay i need to figure out what this actually sounds like so obviously you go through references that kit gave me that you know 
exists, like Star Trek and, and such. But then you have to kind of create in your mind what it actually sounds like so you can actually place it in the world. So I have a pretty good mental image of what the control room is like because that's been a big place in episode one. And a couple secret places that will come up in other episodes that I've not started editing yet because they've not been recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so next question I've got here is um, Kit. In addition to writing and directing the audio drama, uh, you also star in it and you act as the voice of Captain Harriet Boyer. Uh, yeah. So how has that experience been overall, and is it any different writing those monologues knowing that you're the one acting them out? Yeah, so I genuinely did not write the character for myself. It, yeah, I am the writer, director, main character, and it's very like podcast stereotype of like doing every job of the audio drama by yourself, because okay. you do want to have like a very small crew. But I did not write the character for myself uh, because this is an audio format. I probably should note that I'm a trans guy, so it's quite funny that I'm voicing a female main character. Like our strong female main character is played by a dude. Uh, there's a bit of um, contrast in there. But the thing was that we got a lot of auditions for the other roles in the show. Like we had multiple auditions for both Davy and Alid and for Roshni uh, and for possibly other characters you will meet in further episodes, no spoilers, but we did not get a single application for Harriet Boyer, so I just sort of ended up having to voice her, and it's been an interesting experience because I don't see myself as Harriet that much, so when I write the character, I don't really think about myself having to speak the monologues and it leads to very funny situations such as me writing words that I cannot pronounce. Oh yeah, that <laughs> happens quite a lot actually. And it, it's quite funny because we're both foreign, right? Neither of, our, neither of our first languages is actually English for as proficient as, as we might be. Um, so there is actually outtakes from the recording sessions where I go into the studio and we just say the same word or repeat to each other. Uh, the, one of the words from episode one was torture, where neither of us can make it sound correct and obviously after while it stops sounding correct mm. so yeah those long monologues take a little bit to record i guess ironically that process would have been torture oh it was yeah. truly if you uh, listen to the first episode there's the bit where uh harriet says that's a fun little thing we like to call torture and uh, still in the recording i do not pronounce the word torture correctly oh yeah but you've i got mean it down now, you've got it down don't worry yeah. thank you i have been practicing you, you yeah oh good good you can tell kid's um, not the only one it's fine <laughs> Uh, and uh, both of you, how is it like working with a cast of, you've got about six voices, I think, in the first mm -hmm. episode. Yeah. Um, do you have any favourite characters at the moment? Oh, yeah. I mean, in different ways, because uh, all of our cast is lovely, and they're perfect to record with, they're lovely. Um, in different ways, though, because I love Roshni's voice. It's so soothing. It's oh, a crowd yeah. pleaser as well. It's a crowd pleaser, yeah. Everyone yeah. loves him. But... With to record, Davy's lines are hilarious to record because our voice actor is so funny. Um, then you have Alid who just brings that shine to the character. We can always listen to his voice and make be sure that that is the person. It's great. Oh, absolutely. For me, it's uh, I can hear the voices of the actors in my head so clearly yes. when I'm writing the characters. Yes. And I love imagining what the like voice actors' reactions are going to be when they're going to see the next script and get to read it and get to act them out, uh, which is very fun. But I also do have favorite characters. I love all of the characters that I write, and they're very fun to write. But I feel like 
Alad is a character who I relate to the most. <laughs> so, which a weird statement, I know. Yeah, uh, but I, I I'm like slightly Alad coded, I think. I slightly. Suppose, yeah. Uh, but I feel like writing him is the most fun because I sort of can relate to the bits that he thinks and he acts to the most so it's most natural like his lines flow the smoothest but yes Roshni is a true crowd pleaser oh, all yeah. of my friends have told me that her voice sounds amazing which it absolutely does it is her real voice that is yeah, a question that we is have just gotten. her actual voice and she's lovely to edit as well it's so yeah. easy and I, f I feel like I relate the most to her so it's very easy to just be like no she she would sound like that, even though I like a line more. I feel like that one's more appropriate. Yeah. Also, Space like Alexa. Space Alexa's great. Space Alexa is yeah, character of the year already. Yes, truly. We're only in February, but yeah, already got my Oscar. Uh, so we're going to jump into some more music now. We've got Bastille coming up, and then Taylor Swift, Delicate. Enjoy. We'll be back soon. We're back. You're listening to Nerve FM. It's me, Adam Barlow, head of podcasts here at Nerve Radio, and I'm joined here once again with Kit and Raquel, the team behind Voyager Centauri. Uh, we're doing a Q&A. We've got more questions before we um, before we move on with another podcast later in the show. Um, but let's uh, yeah, let's pose a few more questions. Find out what it's like to have an audio drama. Um, so, how did you come up with the character dynamics kit? And were there inspirations that you had in mind before you started writing the characters? I, I get tones of Star Trek, tones of Star Wars in there. What was it for you? Oh yeah, absolutely. I have been a big sci-fi fan for like as long as I can remember. So there's a lot of sci-fi stuff that I have watched for inspiration. Like Doctor Who for me is absolutely a big yeah. inspiration for a lot of stuff that I write. But for like character dynamics specifically, I feel like I don't take too much inspiration from something. However, uh, when I, like whenever I have been talking to Raquel, uh, my sound designer, she has been like telling me uh, when I've been talking to her about my favorite uh, TV shows, my favorite books, she just keeps telling me that the characters that I write remind her of characters from that stuff. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's the comedies. Your, your sense of humor is very that type of shows, like Ted Lasso and Our Flag Means Death. It was I was watching mm. them after Kit recommended it to me, and I was like, I can see our show influenced by this. Oh and yeah. it was quite interesting. Yeah, you also started reading my favorite book. Yes, I have. I got it for Christmas. Uh, it's actually really good, and I can see the influences as well. The main character that I'm reading is very much a mixture of Dave, Davey and Elliot, I'd say. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, I feel like I do, like unconsciously at least, take inspiration from characters that I read and characters that I see on screen because I do watch a lot of TV because I do want to <coughs> go into working in TV eventually. Mm. Mm -hmm. For sure, I reckon. I reckon you can both make it. You've got <laughs> it. You've got it down. Don't worry. Um, if if it wasn't a sci-fi genre what would it be do you reckon romance comedy mm. what, would it, what would you go cool. for yeah oh absolutely like i write yeah. a lot of romantic comedy and i feel like there is a plot line in voyager that could potentially <laughs> work <laughs> as a romantic <laughs> comedy you might see it developing in the next episode which is coming out next monday <laughs> there we go so guys find it on spotify voyager santari podcast uh, do you want to plug your instagram actually i don't think you've done that yet what's your What's yeah, so we are currently in some social medias. We are on Reddit, on Instagram, and on Tumblr at yes. Voyager Centauri iPod. Brilliant. Yeah. Give it a follow, guys. Uh, so next question I've got. Uh, the intercom has a very interesting sound. Uh, it's, it's fun. It's quite technical, obviously. Uh, what was your inspiration behind making it the way it is? So obviously, when you think of 
an intercom, you have a, an image in your mind of a, at least something radio-y, right? Um, the inspiration was actually a set of walkie-talkies I had as a kid because I quite enjoyed the sound of clicking the button to have to talk, and I thought that was also a way to show some character personality because in episode one, if you notice, ha uh, Harriet has to click it every time that she goes to speak, and she clicks it off every time she speaks, except when there's someone else in the room. I wanted that to like show some of her character of, okay, I've said this much, now I can react to myself um, as part of her character development that I've discussed with Kit. And because it's quite fun getting to create their physicalities and how they exist in the world. Um, yeah, I feel yeah. like the conversations we had about the intercom were like, okay, the spaceship, it's set in the future, but the spaceship is old, so we were yeah. imagining something like, okay, 80s, but in the future. And then it's just really satisfying to have the radio voices, though, isn't it? Yeah. Because I love making them. They sound crispy. It's nice oh, They sound too. so good. Yeah. And it's, it's a nice break for your ears. It's like stepping on a pack of Walker's crisps. Oh, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the final question I've got for today is... Um, Bit of a big one. Um, even if, yeah, uh, is there some piece of advice uh, for people that are hearing this and they're thinking, audio dramas sound like a bit of me. What advice would you give them if they were going to make a piece like yours? Uh, I mean, go for it, I guess. Like, this is, I don't know about, about your scripting, but this is about the third one that I've done. First one that is actually a series. Um, and sure, it's not super easy because you like there's a bit of technical stuff to it, but it's not impossible. So if you want to do it, experiment. Foley is about having fun, about making the noises and being silly. I have plenty of uh, pictures of myself like making, brushing my teeth noises and boiling an egg. You know, there's a lot of silly stuff to it that have fun with and just go in and be silly in a studio. It's great while well, you can in the uni for free. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I feel like we're in the perfect time of making an audio drama right now because we have access to equipment and friends we can record to be our, you know, starring actors. But even if you don't have all of that equipment that we have in our hands right now, I would just say go for it. Write the script. Uh, if it's a multi-character audio drama, there's a lot of resources that you can... Uh, like find online you can try cast mm -hmm. people who live somewhere else who might have access to microphones yeah. uh, good microphones are not that expensive to buy uh, and like you can edit with you know audacity something. you know at the end of the day record it on your phone the voices the sounds oh, get true. the libraries from online you can scrounge up something together and it mm. will sound miserably good you know it'll be great yeah so basically just have have the ambition because that's the only thing we had, we just had an idea of let's do an audio drama and then we went for it and it's been great. It's been a really good experience and a learning experience for the both of us. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, Kate, Raquel, thank you very much for joining me. Uh, don't you. go anywhere, listeners. We are back soon. Uh, now it's time for a bit of a musical break. Becky Hill, Florence and the Machine, Jonas Brothers coming up. Uh, yeah. Enjoy Refreshers Fair. I'll be back soon. Bye-bye. <laughs> 